Welcome to Rosedale Baptist Church's Sermon Podcast, featuring the preaching of Dr. Don Paxton, Senior Pastor. It's our prayer that you'll be blessed by these messages. We want to extend to you an invitation to be with us during the week. We meet for worship at 1045 a.m. and 6 p.m. on Sunday, and at 7 p.m. on Wednesday evening for our midweek service. Feel free and download these messages and take them with you during the week. We are located on Lee Highway between exits 19 and 22. Also, be sure to check out our website at rbcabingdon.org. Again, welcome, and here is Pastor Don. So we're preaching through the book of Hebrews. We're closing out chapter 6 today. Chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6, verses 18, 19, and 20. With the thought in mind, don't die like a fool. Don't die like a fool. Father, we pray that you would speak to us out of this passage. Help us to see our lives, our situation, where we fit, Lord, within your plan. I pray this would be a message to speak to the lost and draw them unto salvation. Lord, to those who are out of fellowship, it would draw them back into a right relationship. Lord, you would send revival and then, Lord, send us out. Let us go out with the, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to share your love with the world around us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pick up in verse 17 so we continue a thought here. But he says, because God wants to show his unchangeable purpose even more clearly to his heirs of his promise, he guaranteed it with an oath. So that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to seize the hope that's set before us. We have this hope like a sure and firm anchor of the soul that enters in the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Jesus has entered there on our behalf as a forerunner because he has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Amen. I want us to see that we have a safe place, a secure place. We have a scout and we have sense. So don't die like a fool. He says in verse 18, we have fled for refuge. Now, the Jews would understand the word he's using here for refuge very clearly. You see, there, there was, when they went into the promised land, they, they were to designate six cities as cities of refuge. And so these six cities of refuge, they were there in case somebody accidentally killed somebody. Maybe they dropped a brick off the house and didn't look down and somebody was walking underneath it and it hit him in the head, killed him. Well, now, if you kill somebody accidentally, if it was manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, then you could flee to one of the cities of refuge. Because if you took somebody's life, an eye for an eye, then the avenger of blood was allowed to kill you. And so if you took someone's life, one of his close kin could pursue you and kill you. But if you could make it to one of these six cities, 
you would find safety in the city. Now, you would stand at the gate and your case would be tried by the council of the city. And if they agreed, having heard your case, that it was accident, unintentional death, then they would grant you entrance into the city. And you could live there your whole life. And if the high priest should happen to die, you were immediately pardoned and you could return home. But if you pled your case and the uh, avenger came and brought witnesses and they said, no, we know this and this and this. And it wasn't accidental. Trying to make it look accidental was intentional. And the court rules that it was intentional then they just hand you over to the avenger. He takes your life and that's it. You could live in that city until the high priest died and then you're pardoned. But if you ever came out of the city and the avenger was there, he had a legal right to kill you. No repercussions. He was the avenger of blood. You say, well, that's a weird court system. Well, it wasn't all that weird. You know, people had their case heard. If people murdered somebody, then they deserved capital punishment. They deserved to die. And those were called cities of refuge. Now, remember the Levites, they would serve the temple and they would not inherit land. The 12 tribes, 11 of them all had land to inherit they would work and everything else, but the Levites never had land to inherit. What they did have was besides serving in the temple, they had these six cities and they would live in these six cities. They were the cities for the Levites and that's where they would live, cities of refuge. Now, what was the purpose of it? The purpose was if you did accidentally kill someone. We read in Numbers 35, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them, when you cross Jordan into the land of Canaan, designate cities to serve as cities of refuge for you. So the person who kills someone unintentionally may flee there. You will have the cities as a refuge from the avenger so the one who kills someone will not die until he stands trial before the assembly. The purpose of it was, so if you kill someone, if you were guilty, but guess what? The Bible says all have sinned. Romans 3, 23. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know what that means? We are all guilty. Right. And Romans 6, 23 says, for the wages of sin... What you earn, what you get for your sin, the wages of sin is death. Death. The gift of God's eternal life through Christ our Lord. There's a gift you could receive. But the wages of sin, and we're all guilty. We all need to find a city of refuge. We need to find a place we can run to to be safe. Why? Because the avenger is pursuing us. Hebrews 9, 27, it's appointed unto men once to die. And after this, the judgment. Here's an appointment you will not miss. You won't be late for it. 
It's appointed unto men once to die. You're going to die. That's the avenger pursuing you. You better find a city of refuge, a place where you can be provided for, a place where you can hide from the avenger. Look at the provisions. These six cities, those cities were three on one side of the Jordan and three on the other, three east and three west. And each of the cities designated as a city of refuge were built on a hill. And not only that, they were built out of white limestone. In other words, you couldn't hide them. They were easy to find. And then the law required that the roads leading to the cities of refuge were to be maintained all year round. And so there was supposed to be an open pathway so if you accidentally killed somebody and you heard the avenger was seeking you, you had an open shot to get to one of the cities to where you could find refuge. Easy to access, easy to find. Nothing was hidden. Oh, the purpose, we're all guilty. The provision, they're easy to find. But who are the people living in those cities? I think we find it when we find the names of the cities. Those names of the cities. The first one is Kadesh. That's righteousness. They, they were cities for the unrighteous. And we've all sinned. We're all unrighteous. We need to find righteousness. And we're, we're unable. The Bible says all of our righteousness compilation of our whole life of righteous deeds is filthy rags in the presence of God. We're unrighteous. We need to make our way to a city that provides righteousness in it. Kadesh, righteousness. The next city was for the, the lame, the cripple. It's Shechem. Shoulder is the word. Oh, if you find yourself crippled, if you find yourself needing a shoulder to lean on, you make your way to Shechem. Understand, you're going to see in each of these, if you'll think about it without me having to tell you, a picture of Christ the Lord is our righteous Savior. He's the shoulder we lean on. He's the shepherd seeking the lost lamb, and when he finds it, he places it upon his shoulders. That's Shechem. And then if you're lonely, you're alone, there's Hebron. Hebron means fellowship. Oh, listen, it's God's plan that we are a part of a fellowship of believers. Amen? Amen. And there, there ought to be joy in the fellowship. We ought to come together and we ought to be glad when we fellowship together. That's the Hebron. If you're lonely, and let me tell you something, sin will isolate you. Satan will get you out there. He'll accuse you of everything. And if you're feeling lonely, run to a city of refuge. Run to Hebron, where there's fellowship. And then there's Bezor. It's fearful. Oh, if you're afraid, listen, there's peace and hope. Bezor means fortress. It's a place of safety 
That, that safety is in Christ the Lord and no place else. It's the only place we can hide from the avenger of blood who seeks after us. Death itself. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Jesus Christ has overcome them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Run to a city of refuge. If you're feeling lowly, go to Ramoth. Ramoth means heights. He'll lift you up to new heights. He'll bring you up out of that sorrow of sin and the disgrace and guilt of sin. And he'll set your, your feet on a solid rock. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we have a place of safety, a city of refuge. And then for those who are feeling cast down, sad, Sorrowful. Golan. Golan means joy. Oh, the joy that we know in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I've come that you might have joy and you might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the joy you brought into my life. You've heard my testimony many a time, but 17 years of age, I was sharing it with a friend just yesterday over lunch. And 17 years of age and feeling unwanted and outcast, unloved, living in a little uh, roach-infested apartment. I left home at 15 and feeling like nobody cared. I took a 12-gauge shotgun, loaded it, cocked it, put it right there and pulled the trigger. Heard the hammer hit. I knew I was in hell, but it didn't go off. I used to think that it's because it's pointing straight up. The hammer didn't hit it hard enough. Center of that shell was as perfectly dented as it ever could be. I believe now just by whatever reason, God's merciful hand would spare my life, but I certainly wasn't worthy of it and deserving it. 17 years of age. I was so miserable. I thought if I've got to live to be 70, and now I'm older than that. If I've got to live to be 70, this is like a life sentence to misery. This is cruel and unusual punishment, just being alive. You ever feel that way? Oh, there's a city. It's called Golan. It's joy. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, thank you for the, the joy I know. And since Christ came into my life six years after that attempted suicide, Jesus Christ came into my life. Listen, you're looking for a safe place. It's in the cities of refuge. And those cities of refuge, each one of them just speak of the character of our Savior. Hallelujah. We have a refuge, he says. But not only that, it's a secure place. Verse 19. We have this hope like a sure and firm anchor of the soul that enters to the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Thank you, Lord. It's a secure place. We have a hope. And in the, here the word hope doesn't mean to wish or chance or maybe. It means certainly for sure. Amen. This is our sure hope. And our sure hope is that we are anchored, not down, not anchored down to this miserable earth and the ever-changing tides of the earth, but we are anchored up. And we are anchored up in Christ 
Hallelujah. And Christ is the one who's gone behind the veil. He's entered into the Holy of Holies where the Shekinah glory of God would rest. And we're anchored in him. Hallelujah. We have life in Christ. And so listen, I'm not holding on to him. He's holding me. I'm a part of his body. Thank you, Jesus. My salvation is sure and secure in the hope of Christ brings when he came into my life. Thank you, Lord. We have this glorious hope anchored into the Holy of Holies where we enter in. Oh, that veil, that outer curtain used to be there and only on the day of Yom Kippur could the high priest go behind the veil and offer up the blood offering sprinkled upon the mercy seat to atone the sins for the people for one year. But when Christ died and he was in the grave, that, that veil rent from the top to the bottom and fell wide open. So anybody entering the temple could enter into the Holy of Holies. And we now come into the very presence of God, the, our Father, and we cry, Abba, 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 Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And he's anchored me in his glorious presence. That anchor is sure. It is firm. It is steadfast. Anchor it in Christ not to shifting sands, but anchored in the solid rock. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what it means to me to have life and to have security in Christ. Eternal security. We read first part of verse 20. Jesus is entered in on our behalf a forerunner. Oh, we have security, but we have a scout. We have one who's gone ahead. We don't have to worry about when we get there. He's already prepared everything for us when we get there. He's the scout that went ahead, the forerunner to prepare everything for us. He died for our sins. He was buried for our sins. He arose victor over death, hell, and the grave, having paid the debt for our sins. And now he's ascended into the glories of the Father, and he's prepared a place for us to come into his presence. He said these words. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. You know the way. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know that way. How can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. For this glorious hope we have in Jesus Christ. That we are anchored to the solid rock. And we have righteousness and we have fellowship and we have joy and we have peace. All these things are ours in Jesus Christ. And the latter part, verse 20. 
because he has become the high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Oh, let us take hold of this peace and this security. Or die as a fool. Now, you know what it is to die as a fool died? We, we read the story of Abner, Azael, Joab. Abner was the captain. He was captain for King Saul. And you know the nation became divided and God had already anointed David to be the new king. Joab was the captain for David. Now there came a time in Abner's life when Abner realized that he was on the wrong side. And he went to David and he made an agreement and a pledge to David. And he said, I'll no longer fight for Saul. I'll fight for you. And then he left. Aziel, the brother of Joab, David's captain, didn't know about this. And Aziel began to pursue Abner as an enemy. And Abner tried to reason with him. And he told him, don't do this. Don't pursue me. But Aziel had the speed of a gazelle. And he come running up on Abner. And the Bible says Abner put the back of his spear out. And it had a bit of a point on it. Aziel was running so fast, he couldn't stop. And he ran into that spear and it killed him. So then Abner runs to Hebron. Now where is he? Is the city of refuge. In that city, he can live the rest of his life. Joab, captain of David's army, begins to pursue Abner. And Abner's like, I didn't want to kill your brother. I tried to reason with him. Joab's pursuing him. If Abner had laid his case out before the court, they'd have said, enter into Hebron. But Abner thought, I'll reason with jo Joab myself. We read this in 2 Samuel chapter 3. When they buried Abner in Hebron, the king wept aloud about Abner's tomb. All the people wept. And the king sang a lament for Abner. Should Abner had died as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound. Your feet not placed in bronze shackles. You fell like one who falls victim to criminals. All the people wept over him even the more. When Joab came to Hebron, Abram was standing outside the gate. 
And he thought, I'll just reason with him. And Joab killed him as the avenger of blood of his brother, Aziel, who Abner didn't want to kill, but he killed. So Joab had the right to take his life. But David said, Abner, you died like a fool. Because see, all you had to do is step through the gate and Joab can never lay a hand on you. You were safe, but at the gate of Hebron, the city of fellowship, you fell and died on the outside. Now, do you know how many fools will be in church today who hear the gospel of Jesus Christ? They'll hear the fact that there are sinners and and because of their sin, a sentence of death has been pronounced upon them. And death now pursues them wherever they go. But there's safety in the city of refuge. And Jesus is all six cities wrapped into one. He's the joy, the fellowship, the righteousness, the shoulder. He's all of that. And yet, having heard the gospel, they will die at the gate because they wanted to do it their way and thought they had a better idea. Having heard the gospel and turned away, they will die as fools. Don't die like a fool. Oh, receive what Christ has for you. Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary to pay your sin debt. He rose from the grave to give evidence that he is victor over death, hell, and the grave. And he lives today to anchor a place for you eternally in heaven. But you must enter the gate before the avenger catches up and it could happen today don't put it off don't wait and die as a fool a safe place a secure place a scout that went ahead you've got sense Use your mental faculties. Reason, the Bible says. Come let us reason together. The word there is metamoia, mind. Use your mind. Stinking thinking will send you to hell. Just reason with the Lord. All you have to do is enter in. Abner stood at the gate. And died like a fool. Search your heart. Search your life. And where are you today? Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. Just let the Lord speak to your heart for a moment.
Do you know that if you died today, heaven would be your home? Are you saved, certain and sure that Christ is Lord in your life? And if not, why not? Why not come to Christ today? If you're not sure, Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, right where you sit, you can do something about it. In the quietness of your own heart, pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I, I promise you, God will hear the prayer of the heart that cries out to him. Whether here in this congregation or viewing, live streaming, wherever you are, cry out to God from your heart. Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross of Calvary. But today, I believe you died for me. And Lord, I turn from sin and self and I turn to you. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, save me, I pray. In Jesus' name. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed, no one looking around. But if you just prayed that prayer and you meant it, would you look up at me just long enough for our eyes to meet? Pastor Don, I prayed that prayer with you today. Did you? You pray that prayer today in the balcony, in the back, wherever you are. Oh, let me know if you prayed it there at home. We want to pray for you. And church, we have the blessings of God. We have a place secured in heaven. We ought to be living in Golan. We ought to have joy in our life. We ought to be a part of Hebron, the fellowship, giving thanks and praise to God. We ought to be telling the world what Jesus Christ means to us. Maybe here today, God's calling you just to a renewal of your faith, of your witness, of your commitment to Him. Whatever the need is, maybe you're looking for church home, church membership, or being obedient in baptism. Whatever the need is, we stand for prayer. We invite you to come right now. Father, thank you. Thank you that we can come now to a time of decision, commitment. Lord, I pray for the lost that are among us today. I pray for those who are out of fellowship. Make sure to visit our website, rbcabingdon.org, where you'll find both video and audio archives of sermons. Here you will also find information about our church, as well as our location. We're glad to have you listen to our sermon podcast. Have a blessed day, and God bless.